Hey, 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 what up, y'all? This is another episode of BD's Universe Podcast. I'm your host, Chris BD Bronson, and this is episode 11. Episode 11, holla back. Took it back to 03, you know what I'm saying? But anyway, man, let's, let's get right into it, man. Let's get right into it. Um, First things first, um, Fat Joe dropped a fire album. Um, so, uh, Fat Joe and, uh, and Dre, uh, fire, fire piece of work. Only 11 tracks, but hey. You know, in today's society, you don't got to drop 17, 18 songs no more. You know, about 7 to 10, you good. That's a good little that's a good little project. So anyway, they put a project out. And Fatcho got this song called Family Ties. And Eminem made an appearance on there. Now, one, Eminem's verse, it wasn't his strongest verse. Uh, we all know Eminem to be a monster in the booth and be crazy lyricist he had a couple bars for Nick Cannon and Mariah Carey why for shock value Eminem he hasn't he hasn't released a project in over a year Fat Joe came to him get on the song he knew everything he says is going to be headlines so he's like I'm going to talk about Mariah and Nick Cannon Nick Cannon you're pussy whipped I told you this girl is crazy that's what he's going off on and uh Nick Cannon fell for the bait. I really don't think Eminem really cared. He's like, look, I'm going to say this. Help sell some records. Shock value. Talk about it for a few weeks. We're going to move on. Eminem don't give a dang about Nick Cannon. They've been having beef for like seven, eight years. I don't believe Eminem is scared of Nick Cannon. Nobody is scared of Nick Cannon. Here's the thing. Eminem ain't scared of nobody. He's one after dude. Like he's, this is the man who's talked about Murdering his wife. Look, listen. I want y'all to go back and listen to Eminem's first album, the Slim Shady LP. I forget the name of a song, but there's literally a song where he is talking about murdering his wife and putting her in the backseat of the car and having his daughter with him and taking her to the beach, dragging her through the sand and putting her in the water that her float off. But he's doing it in a way where he's described it to his daughter that is all in fun. It's a genius record. It's kind of sick. It's kind of sick. But it's a genius record just in his delivery and how he did it. Because if you listen to it, because I was a kid when I was to the album, I'm like, oh man, he's you know, playing with his daughter, nothing big. As I got older, I'm like, no, you, you, no, you murdered your wife and you slit her throat. And he's like, oh yeah, don't worry about it, baby. She's got a little ketchup on her shirt. You know, Baba's messy when she eats. That's what he made it sound like. Now, this dude's talking about, he's talking about killing Dr. Dre, murdering his wife, his mama, doing all this stuff. And you go think, Nick Cannon, that Eminem want to deal with Nick Cannon? He don't care about Nick Cannon. He don't care. Eminem got real problems. This dude is a recovering addict trying to raise his family, get his life back on track. Eminem has been on pills. Had to go to rehab, recovery, and still drop fire albums that have whipped platinum and had hit singles. He does not. Well, they would Nick Cannon uh, hit single. Exactly. He don't got one. He had Jiggle with R. Kelly back in the day. It was a cool little bop for the time it was in. Early 2000s. It didn't age well. After that year, ain't nobody listen to Jiggle No one cares about a Nick Cannon song. Okay. Nick Cannon, when it comes to street cred, I don't really know that Nick Cannon does. He's had his hand a lot of producing. He's on the still the uh, I think he's on the vice like executive vice president for Nickelodeon, like the teen side. So he like helps produce all those t- 
the shows. So he's getting the bag. One thing about Nick, he going to get the bag. Wild It Out been on going on 15 seasons. He getting the bag. Wild It Out is a hot show. I also see what Nick Cannon did. He got uh, the Black Squad, some of the uh, the, uh, the battle rappers on there for Build a Wild Style, like uh, Hit, like Hitman, Holla, got bars. And they put out a little diss track to Eminem called The Invitation. It's pretty much they're going at Eminem saying, you this, you that, you ain't this, you ain't this. Just going off for him and saying, man, this is your invitation. Come on, Wild Now. I'm like, bro, you really think this man is going to come to Wild Now and it's going to be okay? Why right, listen, bro. Whether I really had beef or not, you talking record the way you talking on this record, I'm not gonna come to your studio as a man. And then oh yeah, just do this little thing, man. Do invitation, have the little wild style. Like play the little play a couple games, but then the wild style battle. Let's have a real battle, let's go off. No. No. Wild that's only 30 minute episodes. So all that other footage ain't gonna be seen. Bro. You talking about me like this on Grease on the record? Like you gonna shoot me? You got you got the, the clips in the barrel. Everybody talking gunplay on the Black Squad. I come in there. It's gonna be chitty chitty bang bang. It could be whatever, bro. Cause I ain't always been saved. Okay, I ain't always been saved. I ain't said I got guns or nothing. I'm just saying you ain't gonna come at me like this. And think I'm supposed to come over here and it's all gonna be a. Oh, just have a hee hee, have a great time. No, bro, square up. Square up. Like, that's what's happening. And another thing, Nick Cannon, first of all, your bars weren't that weren't really that good. They weren't really that good. And we have to understand about Eminem. We haven't learned anything from, the, from Machine Gun Kelly going at Eminem. Machine Gun Kelly, it took a lot of balls. Very confident individual to do that. Because ain't nobody coming for him. Especially when he been silent, wasn't nobody coming for him. Even though he caught out a whole bunch of people on his last album, or the Machine Cut Gelly is the one who tried to capitalize off of it. Ain't nobody's had nothing to say. Oh, that's crazy, Em. You crazy, man. You up here just gonna keep running your mouth, huh? All right, well, shoot. I'm going over here, man. I ain't gonna try to deal with Eminem. Because we all know what he did. It don't matter who you were. You said something about him, he was coming after you in his record. And that's a problem you did not want to have. So Nick Cannon, yo team, they're they're good rappers. They ain't stand a chance going against Eminem bar for bar. What Eminem does is he is a known battle rapper. He's not just a great MC. He is a battle rapper. Mind you, this is what he did in Detroit before he got big. He was battle rapping. Okay? So he takes what you say against him and he dissects it bar for bar. That's what he did to Machine Gun Kelly. His comeback diss track, Kill Shot. He literally went, everything Machine Gun Kelly said, bar for bar, he had a rebuttal for it, bar for bar, just to show that, no, you're not really about this life. You're just rapping, and I have a rebuttal for everything you're saying, and I'm coming at you. That's why it is the Kill Shot. Okay? So Nick Cannon... So he was he responded just with the tweets because Nick Cannon said, hey, man, I heard your chauffeur got a video of you sucking a dude's thing. And then it responds like, dude, I've never had a chauffeur in my life. You bougie, you, you bougie F-boy or whatever. Just killed that. I was like, dude, like, I don't I've never had a chauffeur. Like, I don't I don't have a chauffeur. I never have. So what are you talking about? Where you get this information from? Oh, you're just talking. 
just killed. He shut this dude's whole rap thing down on Twitter with two or three tweets. Now we know Eminem's gonna come back with a record. Why? Because it's it's like when you're poking uh, the the. It's like when you're a kid, like you got a you got a younger brother or sister, and they keep messing with you, keep jumping on you, jumping on you, trying to just lay there and chill, keep messing with you, keep messing with you, and then finally the big brother, big sister snap. That's what this is right now. They just they just keep messing with them. They can't put on like two, three songs. Like they can't stop it. You don't want what this man is going to bring. What I think I want Eminem to do it, just respond to finally just kill Nick's rap career. Cause Nick, I understand you do comedy, you do rap, you do shows, you're hosting, you got your head in a whole bunch of different things. I get it. You're a business mogul making hundreds of millions of dollars. I get that rapid you need to stop stop getting back in it stop it you had a little run had a little success learn to bow out learn to bow out okay be like diddy diddy didn't really want to rap but he found some success in it had a kind of nice little run then he learned okay i'm a bow out i got revolt tv i got this company i got that company i got some rock I don't need to rap. He don't need to. He might do a guest appearance here and there. But he he learned to fall back. No who else needs to do that? Bow Wow. Bow Wow needs to do that. Now look, I'm a big Bow Wow fan. Okay, when Bow Wow came out, he was 12 years old. I was 12 years old. I was like, yo, this kid's 12. I can rap too. But my first rap at 12, it was trash. Okay, it was trash. Don't worry about it, okay? Now I'm a fan. I'm, I'm a fan of Bow Wow. His old work. Okay, up until... Hey, what's the name of that album? I, mean, I forgot the name of the album, but it's... Uh, things like Prince or something. I think it's like the Prince of Dog or something like that. Whatever. That's the last album I actually messed with. He started, I think he did like New Jack City 2 or... He had like some, some mixtape with Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy? When Soldier Boy, when was Soldier Boy ever really rapping? We had a couple of good songs, but I I don't mess with Soldier Boy's whole music catalog. But anyway, so Bow Wow needs to stop trying to put out new music. But he's smart because he's going on tour, the Millennium Tour, 2020, with Omarion. They got Pretty Ricky on there, uh, Yin Yang Twins, and a host of others. Now, if you guys remember, Bow Wow and Amarion, they did an album together called Face Off. I bought the album. I liked it. Hit single girlfriend. Yep, that's my girlfriend. Whatever. Y'all can say what y'all want. Don't act like y'all wasn't bumping Bow Wow and Amarion back in the day. Don't act like y'all wasn't. So I'm excited. I want to go. Okay, because they're going to be in L.A. May 10th. Okay, now the only thing is, my anniversary is May 19th. My 13-year wedding anniversary. Now, all I got to do is be a good boy. And just maybe my wife will agree to go. So I can go have a good time. Because one, I like Yin Yang Twins. Yin Yang Twins got some hits. Whistle while you work. Do, 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 do. Go ahead. It's the, y'all know the rest of the song, man. They got uh, nagging. Wah, 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 wah. She talking to me like I'm dumb. Man, listen. They got some hits. As I forget the biggest hit of all with Lil John and the East Side Boys. Okay. From the window to the wall. 
Y'all know the rest of it. That song is um, that song is up there with party and booty shaking classics like "Back That Thing Up" by Juvenile. Back that thing up by Juvenile comes on right now. I don't care where you're at. It's instantly going to set the place on fire. You could be in church. And all you hear is cash money records take over from the 9-9 in the 2000s. Some of them ladies who saved, I'm like, they going to start backing the thing. I'm like, oh, wait, wait a minute. What just happened? What happened? What is this? What is this? Let's be real, okay? Let's be real. You, 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 you can't always bury everything now. Okay, can't bury everything. That's where those songs gonna bring all the memories to the forefront. Okay, same thing with uh, get low. When you hear from the window to the wall, you just say, "Hey, get it." Like, that's one of them songs. So I want to go to this tour. Like back when I was saying about Bow Wow, I need to stop rapping, but he was smart. He's out doing the new stuff. He's going back doing the old stuff. That's the whole thing on the Millennium Tour. It is these artists doing their older music from the early 2000s because it's an era. So everybody who's like from 30 to 35 years old right now, that's our era. And they're going to have Ashanti on the bill. Now listen, y'all can say whatever y'all want to say about Ashanti. Ashanti still look the same today as she did it on 5. She look exactly the same. She ain't changed. Okay, her music ain't as good, but she still looks exactly the same, and all the fellas know when Ashanti dropped, she was instant eye candy for the 13, 14, 15 year old dude. Y'all can say what y'all want. She look exactly the same now. She gonna be performing all the hits, man. They got uh, Marion performing all the hits. You know he got some. He got some hits, man. Got the icebox where his heart used to be. You know what I'm saying? Don't hate on icebox. Here's the thing. What I want people to understand is. Then look back at these artists. We play these music and come on the radio or throwback Thursday or something, and they laughing. Oh my God, the song's trash. Why are we listen to this? I'm like, dude, put yourself back as a teenager and how this song was a hit. One song that I can't believe was a hit was Ray J's One Wish. I hear that song now on the radio. I'm like, who gave this nigga a record deal? Like, this nigga literally got a record deal because he was Brandy's little brother. If you listen to it, look, listen, go back and listen to One Wish by uh, Ray J. His vocal performance is trash. And this is the master copy that got sent out for the lead single, for the album. This is the finished product. How is the finished product trash? This, it, like, you listen to it now, it sounds like it's like a demo of someone like, hey, man, this is how I think the song should go. And we're like, whoa, dude, this is this is the this is the hit, this is the record. But we was all singing that song off key with a drop. Don't act like I wasn't singing one wish. Don't act like you wasn't, okay? Cause shoot. Man, going back, that was bad. And speaking of Ray J, did you uh see the interview? I think he's doing with Complex. And cause you know he's a, he's an entrepreneur now. He got like the the Raycon earbuds. Uh he got like these these glasses that like these eyeglasses that are like um he said they're unbreakable. He's a like, man, these are unbreakable. They're unbreakable. You can't break them. They cannot be done. He's like, dude, I, they look kind of cheaply made. I think I can break them. Do it. Try it. He's like, no, I'm not going to do that. He's like, man, sh- do it. Because it can't be done. He was talking mad greasy. Oh, boy, the lyrics. He's like, all right. Snap. He's like, I don't care. Bro, 
Your whole sales pitch is you can't break these glasses. This nigga just broke these glasses and the thing is going viral. You're like, I don't care. What? Bro, like you did you test your product? Cause I'm looking at my bro, like, glasses break. Glasses break. Whether they plastic, metal frames, they break, bro. They break. That's why people get new prescriptions every year. One, because you gotta update your lenses, and also because your frames start to deteriorate and they fall apart. I've been wearing glasses my whole life. Dude, glasses break. It's an it's a known thing. Like, <clears throat> excuse me. It's a known thing. People with glasses know these are gonna break down eventually. Probably next year I should go get another pair. We prepare for this. We know what's gonna happen. So, oh, these are unbreakable. Man, nigga, we don't believe you. We don't believe you, okay? Just how we don't believe these uh, scientists and stuff. Talk about, oh, we're gonna start having flying cars. What? You know how many niggas don't put gas in their car now? I ain't trying to have no car fall out the sky on me. Shoot. Only people who will be happy that happens is life insurance companies. Because they're going to be writing everybody up. The moment a car falls out the sky and hits somebody and kill them, everybody get a life insurance policy. So they're about to get paid. They're going to cash out. But everybody else, man, please. So shoot, man. What else we going to talk about on the docket, man? Oh, let me know, know what. Yesterday. 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 Oh, my God. Let me tell you what my wife done did. So my wife, she's real big on decorating for the holidays, right? So we got a late start this year from decorating. I don't know why. I don't know why we got a late start. But um, my wife, she was getting sad. Because like, the kids, they don't really want to put nothing up. They, my kids, they're, they're older. They're like, when the kids are younger, oh, yeah, just decorate the house. Oh, cool for it. Now my kids, like, my oldest son is 14. My daughter's 12. My son's 9. My son, who's nine, he don't really, he never really cared about anything. He's like, I just want to chill. Like, I'm going to sit here. I'm going to watch a movie, Dad. Like, leave me alone. Like, that's how he is. And then my daughter, she's becoming to her own. She's kind of like, I don't want to do it. Like, I want to do something else. Like, can we just play Uno or something? My oldest son, he's like, yo, this is trash. One, because he know he the tallest one in the family. So he know all he's going to be doing is hanging stuff up high that we can't reach. So he's like, I don't want to do it. This is mommy doing too much. My wife got sad because she's like, yo, like no one in the house is as, as as excited about decorating as she is. So she started getting a little sad. And so yesterday I was out, I went to work. I came home and she's like, babe, you see, because we had her put up the tree. We put some old, our older ornaments on there and she went and got some more to like filling in. She's like, you see the, the, the ornaments on there? Oh, okay. I see it was full. I got like, ribbons and stuff on there. It's a nice looking tree. And she's like, I just looked over my weight. Is that a black person? And she started laughing. My wife went and got, she went to Target and it was like these little dolls, um, like these little figurines of black people. One's like a mermaid, one's a merman, one's like a, a dude with like some beach shorts. It's like the summer collection, like little dolls, but they're like ornaments. And she got them because, like, of course, they're half off because it's supposed to be sold in the summer. And she got them. But I don't see. All I see is a black person hanging on a tree. So I freak out. I'm like, so you got niggas hanging from a tree. And she's like, oh, my God. Like, you only one thought like that. The kids think I'm trying to do voodoo. I'm like, no, no, no. You got niggas hanging from a tree. 
There's a dude over here with dreads. There's a dude over here with a fade. I'm like, you got niggas hanging from trees. I'm like, do you see the imagery you try to send to our kids? Do you see it? Think it's a game? Think it's funny? And she's like, I don't see what the big problem is. I'm like, no. You have niggas hanging from the tree. I don't, the imagery is all bad. But next thing you know, I'm going to come home from work the next day. It's going to be white capes everywhere. White hoods. And she's like, oh, really? Really? My like, nah, man. Nah. You need to take these niggas off this tree and put them on the ledge somewhere. Or have them prop them up or something. Don't put these niggas on the tree hanging. No, that is, we done went through slavery, went through all this stuff. We still got niggas hanging on the tree. That's a reminder. Even though my tree, my Christmas tree is fake, it's a reminder to don't matter. doesn't matter who you are in America, what you do. They will still see you as a nigga hanging on that tree. All right, y'all, man. I appreciate your time. I'll cut it short today. Got a lot of stuff I got to get into. But listen. Thank you for everybody following me on Instagram and Facebook at BD underscore universe. I'll be back with y'all next week. It's going to be a lot of stuff going on for me. Also, I just confirmed my wife earlier today. I said, yo, I got to get you on the podcast so I could, so we can tell the story how you fell madly in love with me. And then she said something so disrespectful. She, uh, she started laughing. I'm like, oh, that's how you feel like. So I'm just, you, you didn't really care. You start laughing like you just lucked up. Like you just, like you just settled for me. Like I ain't nothing. But she was there. She started laughing even harder. I'm like, wow. Wow. So anyway, I got some stuff in store for y'all, man. Um, y'all gonna see my wife as a trip. And I'm starting to think, I don't think she really loved me. I don't know. Uh, but wife did, you know what? Let me tell you this. Um, I know I keep saying I'm gonna end it, but I keep coming up with stuff. Listen, my wife, it was about a year ago. I don't know what she said. We were just talking about something. She said she likes dudes with sharp jawlines uh, ta- and ta- full beards and tattoos on their arms. I don't have none of those. I don't got no sharp jawline. I'm fat. Okay? I got one tattoo that was poorly done by a friend of mine who said he's a tattoo artist because he's all tatted up. He said he did all his own work. He come do mine. I don't want to talk about it. It's trash. It's to the point where People who know me for years did not know I had a tattoo. That's how faded it is. It's trash. Okay? My full beard, it ain't like, it's there, but it like, it ain't like, it ain't like no Rick Ross. You know, it's like, it's like if Rick Ross beard had an infant son, that's what my beard is. Okay? So I'm like, oh, so you like full beards, sharp jaw lines, and a gang of tattoos. I ain't got none of those. What the hell are you trying to say, wifey? So anyway, we're going we to unpack all this next week, man. We're going to unpack all this next week. Anyway, thank y'all for tuning in. Deuces.